0: everybody. Welcome to a springtime episode of I Love This, You Should Too, a podcast with me, Samantha Hees, and him, Indy Randawa. Hello. How are you, Indy?
1: I'm doing all right. I don't know why every time... I know when you start the episode, you're going to ask me how I am, and I never have an answer to it.
0: <laughs> Usually, you're like, all doom and gloom. Am I? Yeah.
1: I didn't know that. Sometimes. Well... Love doom and gloom out there.
0: I know, but today you were like appropriately springy and cheerful.
1: Boing. boing.
0: <laughs> what was that? That was me
1: being springy. Oh,
0: okay, perfect.
1: I do, I'm realizing now that you mean the season.
0: Yes, I do. I get it. Not get it. not how like high you can bounce.
1: <laughs> no, but if you're like, oh, you're happy and springy, like you're just kind of bouncing oh, around, you like know,
0: physically springy. That
1: kind of makes sense. How no, are you? I mean, how how springy are you? How bouncy are you?
0: Um, I am environmentally springy right now. In that I am allergic to everything outside.
1: <laughs> right.
0: But other than that, I am good. And uh, just happy that it's above zero most days. So Indy, why are we here?
1: Well, I thought we were here because you're going to show me how you burlesque. How do you burlesque?
0: Um, I get my ass up when I show you how I burlesque.
1: Oh, wow. How,
0: how do you burlesque?
1: Um, Isn't that how everyone burlesques? I burlesque by apparently lip syncing to old songs.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, that is a type of burlesque. It's not, but
1: today it is because (laughs) we are talking about the film Burlesque from 2010. This was Samantha's pick. It was a little bit different because she hadn't seen it, but picked it anyways.
0: Because I felt like I needed, like I should have seen this already. Like this is a movie that I should love
1: and now you have so we're going to ask you oddly for the first one <laughs> you thought you would love this did you in fact love burlesque no no why not
0: it was fun but i have seen it twice now because we watched it while we were doing notes again and i still feel like i don't understand what i just watched and i don't remember large chunks of it
1: yeah that's that's fair <laughs> <laughs> i can tell you every scene but if you ask me, like, well, what happened in the movie? Oh, I don't know. No, exactly.
0: <laughs> like, I feel like it's so confusing. I don't understand what was happening in the movie. What are air rights? We talked about that during the pre-episode. and uh,
1: Oh, that's one thing I do understand. I don't You don't get own it. the property above your house? Like, the air above your house? No. Oh, shit. Someone's going to build a, I don't know, a cell phone tower up there now. Oh. You have to own the air above all the houses around you so that they can't build up. You'd think that's a municipal thing about how high you can build in certain places, but no, it's up to every individual person.
0: That seems disorganized and like crazy.
1: Much like the movie Burlesque. Much
0: like the movie Burlesque. (laughs) Disorganized Disorganized and kind of crazy. (laughs) I'm not a huge fan of this movie. I think it's super fun, but I don't love it. Do you love it?
1: Clearly, I'm not going to say that I love this movie. But what I will say is... For the movies that you've chosen that I didn't like, this is by far my favorite of those. Okay. If you're looking at your Bride Wars and your Leap Years and such, this is fantastic. <laughs> because it's it's terrible. It's a bad movie. It's poorly made. It, it's a garbage movie. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. And it's bad in fun ways. It's not bad in ways that make me angry. <laughs> and they're okay. trying. Like, Leap Year, my biggest complaint was no one was trying to do anything. It was just kind of all middle of the road. They're going for something in this. Yes. What they're going for is modernizing cabaret and mixing it with Chicago. Yeah. And they're failing, but they're going for it.
0: Yes, exactly.
1: And I appreciate that.
0: You appreciate that they, like, actually tried something? Yeah. Yeah, okay.
1: I appreciate anyone who, who tries. If you try and fail, you know what? At least you gave it the old burlesque try
0: the old burlesque tribe.
1: I think before we get into anything, we have to talk about what is burlesque because they have seven songs in this about burlesque. They all have the title burlesque because I think Cher's first song is Welcome to Burlesque. Then there's How Do You Burlesque. This is How You Burlesque. Why not burlesque? Hey, look, it's burlesque. Six pounds of burlesque. Show me how you burlesque. (laughs) I think those are all the songs.
0: Yeah, so what is burlesque?
1: That's what I'm asking you.
0: Well, I don't know. What
1: is it in your understanding before um, you saw this movie? It's
0: like a dance style. It's like a sexy tease dance.
1: I think that is a part of burlesque. Okay. Have you been to burlesque shows? No. I've been to a few. I had some friends who, that they did a lot of burlesque stuff. So I'd go go out there and watch. And then, and then I did some photo for some of the, mm-hmm. some events And if the dictionary were to be believed, if it could be trusted... Yeah,
0: can we even trust the dictionary?
1: It's an absurd or comically exaggerated imitation of something, especially in a literary or dramatic work. A parody.
0: Oh, okay.
1: So the burlesque shows I've seen do definitely involve the kind of like sexy dancing and not quite... To what you'd see in strip clubs, although Mm -hmm. I'm not very, I'm much more well-versed in burlesque than in strip clubs. (laughs) But there's also like, it's jokey and silly and fun and like vaudevillian. I saw a, a Darth Vader burlesque once. That was, that was on Halloween. So like everyone had different costumes. Right. It was actually a burlesque show on Halloween. And then they were giving out an award for like, okay, best costume in the audience. And they picked someone and it was like full Darth Vader. And i like, yeah, I guess that's pretty good. And then they went on. But we, the audience, didn't know they were part of the show.
0: Oh, so they were like, actually. Yeah. So then okay. the Imperial
1: March started and they started like dancing around. And then they were like, really good. I was like, wow, this is impressive. And then they started taking off articles of clothing. Mm,
0: got it. So
1: that that's burlesque.
0: Okay, so is this movie a parody of itself?
1: Unintentionally, yes. (laughs) This movie was many things, but I don't think much of it, if any, was burlesque. No. Do you know what cabaret is?
0: Kind of? Is it like a show of like little acts and like singing?
1: It's entertainment held in a nightclub or restaurant while the audience eats or drinks at tables. So what is this show more?
0: It's more cabaret. It's absolutely cabaret.
1: This is what cabaret is. But cabaret is already a very good musical. Right. So then they're like, okay, let's just redo cabaret, take out the Nazis, take out the original good songs, Yeah. and we'll just call it burlesque. Yeah. I would bet so many burlesque people were so angry.
0: Oh, I'm sure they were.
1: What if there were no cheerleading movies to this point? And then one comes out and it's called Cheerleaders and they all do ballet. Yeah. Wouldn't she be angry?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think that's definitely um, a misstep on the creator, that they should have done more, like, actual burlesque things and less actual cabaret things. Or made it a cabaret club and called it something other than cabaret.
1: Christina's cabaret.
0: Yeah, see?
1: This could have been a better movie. Oh, it could have been in many ways. Want to get into the plot of All This Madness?
0: Sure. I think the best way to approach this movie or a movie like this that doesn't really have anything going on in it is to just kind of go step by step. Sure. So so the opening scene is... Her in some town where she's a waitress and the boss is mean. And then she closes up the restaurant after lunch and sings a song.
1: And this is where my questions start. Yes. Because at this point, is she singing in that actual world? Because we see musicals where people... Just break into song. Yeah. And it's just normal because that's part of the world, but other people don't hear the songs. That's just uh, the conceit of a musical is that that's normal, but other people can't understand it or hear it. Right. But in a musical like Cabaret, everything's happening on stage and that's part of that world. At this point, what is this one?
0: I think she's that classic idea of like a small town girl who's too like talented to be stuck. In her like dead end job and sings just to make herself feel better. So I think she is singing in this world.
1: So if someone walked into that bar, would they be like, oh, she's just singing over there? Yeah. Okay. I
0: think so. That's how I took it anyway. But
1: then it's also confusing because you're cutting between four different things. Yes. Because she's singing on the little stage with a microphone in her Iowa small town. Yeah. But it's also cut between her on a bus going to LA Mm -hmm. and it has the people on stage at the burlesque club in LA.
0: I think she's like dreaming of having like a stage show while she's singing. So that's like a dream.
1: So she predicted the future. Yeah. She, when she said, I've been dreaming of a place like this, she literally meant I had dreams of this particular club. I guess so. That actually makes it more interesting. (laughs)
0: Like she's kind of omniscient. Yeah. I think the uh, opening sequence tries to do too much, like, all at once. And her going to LA, moving into her apartment in LA, singing on the stage in her town, and also singing on stage in the burlesque club is, like, really confusing. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Also, I think at one point during that song, she's packing up her stuff at home, too. So she's, like, in a fifth place.
1: And she's at that hotel hiding her money in the toilet. Yes. Which is is a big thing that we need to pay attention to.
0: Is that like where people hide their money?
1: Apparently, because the thief who broke into her hotel room went right for the toilet. Yeah, knew
0: exactly where to go.
1: I wouldn't look in toilets, but now I'm going to start. When I uh, take up robbing, because that's the next step in my career evolution, I'm going to start checking out the backs of people's toilets. Maybe it was a little uh, nod to The Godfather.
0: Is that where he stored his money?
1: No, we'll see.
0: (laughs) Oh, I know I'll find out eventually. (laughs) So this opening number, she sings a song and she then ends the song in LA.
1: Yes. And right off the beginning, we have the softest focus that ever was focused. (laughs) Like everything in this movie looks like a 70s soap opera. It's so so Vaseline-ed up.
0: So she's in LA, she's in that like classic scene of like pretty girl gets to LA and then goes to all sorts of auditions. We don't get to see any of the auditions. Does she
1: go to auditions?
0: Yeah, she's on the, her newspaper. She's like crossing off want ads. Oh shit, I didn't for, even like, pay
1: attention to that.
0: <laughs> pretty female dancer and like So it's all dance stuff. Singer for Urban Group and like Is it
1: singing or dancing she's trying to do?
0: Um she's going to auditions for all of them. Okay. So she keeps crossing things off, and then she's tired, and she's walking around LA, and she stumbles into the Burlesque Club, which is actually a cabaret. Yes, <laughs> uh, it costs twenty dollars to get into a club.
1: Well, they're putting on a pretty good show.
0: I guess, yeah. They, I'd they pay have twenty
1: to... bucks for that. Yeah, you're I think right. that's worth it. It's, it's
0: less of like a nightclub and more of like a dinner theater thing.
1: You get like a full ten performances, I think. Yeah. I think that's pretty good. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Then And they have like huge set pieces, lights, full band. Some of the time we'll get into that. <laughs> I, I think it's $20 well spent. I think so. But we'll also get into this business because how are they sold out every night, like seven nights a week? Yeah. Like every Wednesday people are packing this burlesque club.
0: Yeah. Tuesday evening, <laughs> 50 people in the club, full capacity. Um, so Cher sings a song.
1: Oh, yeah. This is Welcome to Burlesque.
0: Yes. The open, opening number to the movie, pretty much. Um, and, uh, does Cher always look like a drag queen? Oh, yeah. Okay. That's, like, Cher's thing.
1: Always, like, the last 50 years, yes. (laughs) Okay. That's why I think, I think that's part of the reason why, She is so often imitated by drag queens. It's like kind of half your work's done. She's kind of
0: already there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't know like a whole bunch about Cher.
1: Well, she's mostly made of wax at this point. (laughs) And that's why she's always shot... Um, as if she were illuminated like a person in a movie theater looking at their cell phone. She oh, just like, has like a soft up-lit. soft glow right underneath her. Right. To yeah.
0: make her look more lifelike and less animatronic? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I hope that we've become famous in our podcast because we bashed Cher and her people come after us.
1: Oh, I, we are no pioneers in this. <laughs> I feel like if you talk, listen to anything that talks about Cher, this is what you're going to hear. Okay. Cher, Share though did have very good music at one point.
0: I really liked that song um Do you believe in love or whatever it's called.
1: Are you kidding me right now? No, I like Is that song. Is this a joke?
0: No, I like that song. That was the
1: first song. Ever. <laughs> I liked it. That's <laughs> the <laughs> one where she's like a, the robot? Yeah, and she's like so auto-tuned.
0: Yeah. That one? Yeah.
1: Oh. I was thinking, like in the '60s, she had oh, some good stuff. Oh, I don't stuff. know
0: any of her music from the '60s. That's the only Cher song I know.
1: There was this episode of the X Files where it's all Cher music, and that got me into like, oh, was Cher actually good at some point? Because my entire life she's been a joke, <laughs> right? Right.
0: But she was like sun- sunny and Cher. Yeah, there was Sunny and are people? Cher. Yes. Okay.
1: That was her husband at the time.
0: Was she like a real person then?
1: Yeah, yeah. All all, all natural parts of her body, <laughs> uh, to my knowledge. I don't know.
0: Oh, she was pretty. Yeah, she was pretty. I like her. Huh. Okay, I had no idea.
1: She's like 140, so we she... had to give her a break for like looking how she does because it's it's quite impressive for for that age.
0: She's 74, but
1: <laughs> so she was over 60 when this movie was made. Correct. Yeah. yeah. So she's l- looking good? Question mark. I I would rather see someone look very elderly than see someone look. Like a, a silicon mask stretched over a robot skull.
0: I prefer my actresses to age like, like Helen Mirren
1: as True. opposed to someone like Cher. But I'm I'm also not going to blame Cher too much because most people that age naturally, females especially, they are not allowed to be in movies anymore. Exactly. Yeah. So I can't blame Cher too much. True. But w- while we're just talking about Cher, <laughs> when I was teaching English abroad, I would tell my students like don't be too upset like if your stuff isn't coming perfectly your your English isn't great because like look at this and I'd show them tweets from Cher oh yeah I was like she's a famous English speaking musician question mark and this is what she sounds like and she makes no sense so I'm gonna read you a couple of Cher tweets right now perfect don't remember but think I forgot to tell about man with a gun not now that's the tweet (laughs) This one is just, leck is, I don't know what that means. This one is just the word later with some sunglasses. <clears throat> sunglasses emoji.
0: I like it. She's brief.
1: Rough one, but true. No, no link or anything with that. That's just...
0: <laughs> no picture?
1: England. That's all. <laughs> I'll try to read this one like a beat poet maybe because it doesn't make sense. And if I mispronounce something, that's just because that's how she spelt it. We know there are different. Degree, suffering, loss, caused by COVID. Death is all unbearable. Forms fear, hunger, homelessness, no work. Kids. Without school, parents stressed. (laughs) Stress is all caps. Out. Family biz. Built over, Jen's gone. Brave, people Who saved? And then there's an emoji of a money bag. Start a biz, gone. It's time to rethink. Reboot pride. Hmm. Deep.
0: What do people do? They snap. <laughs> Good performance.
1: Thank you. But let's uh, get back to... So Wait. she's in this club. So she's in the club. She meets this bartender who she makes fun of for being gay and wearing eyeliner. Yeah. Insta- There's a lot in this movie where Christina Aguilera makes fun of gay people. But mm-hmm. she is in a cabaret burlesque theater setting. Yeah. Even just to not be like a dick because like why make fun of them at all? But like you gotta know that most of the men there, there's a good percentage of them. Yeah.
0: And that, like, people are generally pretty okay with gay people in the theater. But it's
1: not even though she's, like, saying it about someone who she thinks she's gay is gay to someone she thinks is straight. She's saying it to someone like, you're gay. Ha ha ha.
0: Yeah. What a dick. Yeah.
1: And then she's like, oh, look at that guy over there. He wants a Cosmo. Can you believe it?
0: Yeah. Like, why, (laughs) why are you judging people? Maybe he just really likes the flavor of Cosmos.
1: It's also the strangest thing to think, like... Hey, I like a beer, so I like breasts. Yeah. I like something pink, so I like penises. Why would those have anything to no, do with each No, that has childhood? nothing to
0: do with it. It's like saying, like, you can only like sports if you drink
1: beer. Okay, deal.
0: You yes. can only like theater if you drink wine.
1: I don't like wine.
0: And you can only like flashy, fancy dance shows if you drink hard liquor.
1: Well, kind of hard liquor. I could be up for that. I don't think I like a Cosmo.
0: No, they're kind of like one step down from martinis. They're like all alcohol.
1: I I actually like fruity drinks. Me too. I either like strong beers or if I'm going, cocktail has to be very fruity.
0: Right, yeah. Okay, but, but like I just think that's like so ridiculous. Yeah. Most venues serve multiple drinks for a reason.
1: So she makes fun of him for having eyeliner and then Extina goes and meets Cher and says, so like, uh, can I have a job? And she's like, no, I hate you. You're what's wrong. I hate everything about you. Get out of my sight. How dare you be in my mirror? And then Christina Aguilera just starts waiting tables. Yeah. And that's how she gets her job.
0: Yeah, because apparently you can just like force yourself upon employers and they have to employ you.
1: I think that's how it works. Oh. If you just serve a table, they have to pay you down.
0: Yeah, apparently. Because we both said, like, during, while we were watching the movie, that it makes no sense. How she expects to get paid. Yeah. usually there's some, like, intake paperwork for getting a job.
1: Also, Jack, this bartender, has business cards. What do you think his business card says on it? Bartender. Will wear eyeliner for money.
0: Jack, bartender, not gay.
1: Jack, bartender, but I secretly write music and want to be a musician, but that only comes up in the third act and very briefly.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So Cher's husband, husband, ex-husband?
1: Peter Gallagher, yeah. Sandy Cohen. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I only know him from the OC. Um, But yeah, so Sandy Cohen shows up. Apparently, he used to be Mr. Tess. They used to be married, but he still owns half the club. And Cher says the line, no business during business hours.
1: I don't know. Do we want to get into the business of this club now? Sure. Because I have a lot to say about how this club is run. Go ahead. Cher is conceivably the villain of this movie. She's the reason for all of the problems. At one point, she is making paper airplanes and Stanley Tucci. Oh, yeah. Tucci's in this. And he's playing. You've seen Devil Wears Prada? Yes. He's playing the same character, right?
0: Basically, maybe a little bit less gay.
1: In this one or in that one? In this one. This is Leske? Yeah. He's
0: very flamboyant and like catty in Devil Wears Prada, whereas he's a little bit more toned down in this.
1: In this one, he's like, what's Ali short for?
0: Alice.
1: Well, Alice, welcome to Wonderland.
0: Yeah. (laughs) He's more quippy and less flamboyant in this one.
1: Okay. But he's still always like shuffling through racks of clothing in both of them. Um, But she throws an airplane to him. And he's like, what's this? And she's like, that's my mortgage. I don't understand any of what it says. (laughs) Oh, that's that's your first problem. And then she says, no talking business during business hours. She's so bad at her job. The day before her club is about to close forever, Mm -hmm. the guy who wants to buy and says, I'm doubling my offer.
0: Yeah. So $2 million.
1: Her old offer was great. Yeah. And everyone would be able to walk away with a profit. And she wouldn't lose it for nothing, which is going to happen. Then the guy says, I double my offer. Not 10% more. I'm doubling the whole fucking thing. And she says, no, fuck you. How dare you? Why? Take the fucking money. You could take that money, start a new club very easily. Go buy more land. And you wouldn't have your ex-husband's money all tied up in it, too.
0: Exactly. You can get Mr. Tess out of there. Yeah. Sandy Cohen has to go back to his family in the O.C.
1: Poor Sandy Cohen in this movie. He's playing like... If there's a comic book where there's a used car manager and he's just, like, all disheveled and he has, like, the tie real loose and his hair is all messy, yeah. he's like, oh, no, what am I going to do? That That's yeah. who Gallagher playing in this one.
0: And he's, like, I feel bad for him because he's, like, was in love with Tess at one point. They were probably happy for a little bit. They bought this club together. And then ever since then, his life has just been downhill.
1: Because of her, she's terrible she is her defining characteristic is she won't listen to people mm-hmm. if someone's saying like hey Cher watch out there's a bus coming she'll be like no I don't want to hear it and you will just like no there's a bus right behind you it's coming real fast just turn around no I don't want to hear any of this. (laughs) She's like every parent in children's movies when they're like, no, mom, I saw E.T. He's in the closet right now. Sure he is, Timmy. Like, it's all of that. And she just refuses to listen to anyone. And that's also like, I don't want to get too much on being mean to this movie seriously because (laughs) that's less of fun. But that's just like lazy writing about how, how can we not have this character know certain things? Just make her not listen. Yeah
0: yeah and she just like yells she yells over everybody nobody can ever get a look a word in edgewise it's absolutely ridiculous how you could run a business like that and have employees the employees are like tess we need this or tess this is what's happening and she's like no 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 don't care busy going to drink tequila in my office
1: yeah later on in the movie Aguilera comes up and says, I know how we can save the business, which is closing, like, at midnight that night. And they're like, I have the solution right here. And she's like, no, I don't want to hear it. I don't know why you think I'd want to hear that. Because it's, like, your life's passion that you keep claiming? It's,
0: like, one last chance. The 11th hour, we're going to, like, save the business.
1: Yeah. Haven't she seen a movie before? (laughs)
0: Apparently she hasn't. She's too busy drinking tequila in her office.
1: And then the bad guy of this movie... Like, the bad things he does is make very generous offers to buy businesses.
0: Yeah, Marcus Gerber is, like, portrayed as a dick the entire movie when all he's doing is trying to, like...
1: His job. His job. He's just doing his job. He's trying to... He's a real estate developer. Yeah,
0: he's trying to buy the land, which apparently is very
1: and he's not trying to trick them or anything no. he's making them a very generous offer in fact he'll be able to buy it from the bank for cheaper if he just waits a week exactly but he's like you know what i'm giving the money to you i love this club i come here every day every day because all millionaires come to run down burlesque clubs although it looks great but we're meant to believe it's yeah it's, it's, you know, and they exclusively date burlesque dancers yeah but he's the bad guy I think a share is the bad guy. She's terrible at everything.
0: Yeah, I definitely think Marcus like maybe doesn't have the best intentions when it comes to Christina.
1: What do you think his intentions are?
0: I don't know. He seems just kind of like like he's using her or like like it does
1: Using doesn't... her for what?
0: For sex.
1: But you could argue that the relationship she actually has later is much more of that than his was. Yeah, you're because, probably because um Gerber, whatever his name is, There's no indication that they actually have sex. No. He just drives her home, takes her to parties, and is just like, gives her lots of stuff.
0: Yeah, true. You're right. He's like a sugar daddy.
1: (laughs) Yeah. But he's not like demanding anything in return. True. And then when she finds out his plans to build something on the burlesque club, he's like, yeah, that's my job. (laughs) Why are you shocked (laughs) by this? (laughs) That's what I
0: do for a living.
1: (laughs) This movie's so bad. It has me on the side of a real estate developer. And those are my natural enemies.
0: <laughs> Indy's natural enemies.
1: They're capitalists. They're
0: capitalists,
1: yeah. yes. Wow. Okay, so we're into the first 15 minutes of this movie. <laughs> yeah, basically. Let's uh, speed it up. So then uh, her place gets robbed. So she has to go move in, including her toilet. Her toilet gets robbed. So yes, yeah, she has to move oh, in with when this. my
0: toilet gets robbed. <laughs> <laughs>
1: with... I kind of like it because it just makes it sound like someone's cleaning it.
0: Oh, true, true.
1: Unless they took all the water. But there's more of that. That's easy to find.
0: True. It's kind of hooked up so that the water just continuously happens.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> That's how I'm going to describe it to my It's like a bowl in your bathroom where water, water continuously just continuously happens.
1: happens. Yeah. <laughs> so she moves in with this bartender because she's met him like three times.
0: Yeah. <laughs> also, how does she know where his house is?
1: Who knows? How did she get there? Doesn't matter. You know what question I have for you? From the first scene of this movie to the last, how long has this been in their world?
0: Well, okay, so. Because
1: if you told me four days, I'd be like, yeah, that's about right.
0: First scene to the last, If you told like to the end me of the
1: movie? Six months, I'd say, yeah, that's about right.
0: So Georgia has her baby. What? And then comes back and dances.
1: This is like a year? Yeah. You're a fucking kid. There's no way yes. this is over. Three weeks.
0: No, she she has her baby. She's like what really are they pregnant doing? at the wedding.
1: Remember? What are they doing all this time? I don't know.
0: She's like really pregnant at the wedding. She's wearing a little mini dress and she has a big belly. So they've had
1: a year to make yeah. this money, and
0: then like in the final number, she's back in her teeny tiny little dance. No, costume. you're you're
1: absolutely right. That makes. Absolutely no sense. No,
0: I don't know how they could not I'm sure some of
1: you listening have watched this movie. It's on Netflix. It's on our little drive, so you should definitely watch it. It's at least a fun movie. Yeah. Nobody would guess that this takes place over a year. That's utter madness. Yeah. Everything they do, every performance, is the first time that's ever happened.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we never see, like, repeats of numbers.
1: Well, they have completely new numbers every week. Yes. Every day.
0: Yeah, and they... Choreograph, rehearse, and perfect a full show with Christina singing. Overnight. Overnight.
1: And costumes. They're like, hey,
0: show up tomorrow morning. Because Cher morning. uses her
1: glue gun to make all the costumes.
0: <laughs> that amount of, like, heavy dancing and glue gun would not work properly. <laughs> Take it from someone who used to dance.
1: Okay, so let's go back now. Okay, sorry. <laughs> um, So then she gets a chance to audition to be a singer. Yes. And she... Or to be a dancer. To be a dancer,
0: not a singer, because they don't come to see them sing.
1: Right. Cher makes a point of saying, nobody is here for singing. Mm-hmm. They're here for dancing and lip syncing to pre-recorded music. What was the first thing we saw at this club? Cher singing. Yeah.
0: Cher's the only one who gets to sing. What's her name? Kathy?
1: B? Tess.
0: Tess. That's <laughs> what it is. Kathy. Yeah.
1: B. <laughs> so Cher sings, and she sets this up as a place where you sing, But is emphatic on there is no singing. And we don't get any singing after that one song for quite some time. Right. Yes. Everyone just lip syncs to like a lot of like fun old songs. Yeah. So it's kind of like vaudeville-esque in Mm -hmm. some ways. It's definitely cabaret. It's a lip sync cabaret is what it is.
0: Cabaret. I haven't actually seen cabaret.
1: You haven't seen cabaret? No. We, wait, 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 wait.
0: I've seen the Shit's Creek episode where they do cabaret. We are
1: watching burlesque. Yeah. But you haven't seen Cabaret. Correct. Whoa. That's like if I said, oh, you know what I should watch? Let's watch um, Bring It On 8. And then I bring it up and we watch it and I was like, oh, this is junk. I wonder what this is based on.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, like, I don't know.
1: Cabaret's good. Okay. Like, if you actually see the musical, it's amazing. They change a lot for the movie, so it's not as good but it's still like the songs are still there and it's still great it's liza minnelli it's you got joel gray it's it's very good
0: hmm. okay
1: i own cabaret do you want to just go watch cabaret yeah
0: let's let's just press pause on this and go watch cabaret,
1: <laughs> cabaret is probably better. better yeah um what was i talking about when we
0: um this is gonna be
1: a fun episode oh
0: god it's kind of like the movie in that I have no idea what we're talking oh, about. Oh, the
1: audition. Right. Okay. So yeah. she auditions to be a dancer. She dances for, without exaggeration, four to six seconds.
0: And most of that is her just like touching herself, yeah. like all over.
1: You're doing it now, but they can't see that. <laughs> it's very good.
0: Thank you. I Do I get hired? <laughs>
1: No, because she says Cher yells at her and says, that was garbage. How dare you? Why are you bringing that in here? So then Allie says, well, just tell me what you want. What do you want me to do up here? And Cher yells at her. I can't tell you what I want. No one can tell you what they want, which doesn't make any sense. People do that
0: every day. Yeah,
1: and also for an audition, you should tell them what you want. Yeah. And then she says, oh, I could do the acts in... The burlesque show. and, and she can goes, do every oh, single one. Oh, okay. Do that then. Why wouldn't she just do that? Yeah. and then You're she's auditioning like, for that thing. Do that thing.
0: She's like, you know every routine. Fine. Do this one.
1: Yeah. And then she does it. Although it doesn't look much better than what she was doing before. No.
0: So the girls before who were auditioning when Allie walks in are doing like this really incredible can-can routine where they're jumping like six feet in the air and like doing all sorts of like like actual choreography and then Christina Aguilera does like this thing that's really just a lot of touching herself again yeah and hair flips wig flips wig flips yes but yeah the other girls were doing these like crazy incredible like can can jumps and she just touches herself a lot
1: but then everyone is like wow she's amazing yeah except for what's her name Veronica Mars is like fuck her I hate her (laughs) because I'm the bad one yeah and she really leans into that hard She's good. We've seen... Kristen Bell. Kristen Bell in lots of things. Yeah. And she's talented, yes? She's
0: Anna from Frozen.
1: Oh, you mean Anna? Anna. <laughs> I was about to call her Anna, but then I thought not everyone know who I meant, so I said Veronica Mars. Oh, okay. Um, she is good in stuff. Yeah. She is so bad in Oh, North. she's so bad. She, like, just... Swings for the fences. And I guess I can kind of appreciate that. I think she kind of knows what kind of movie this is. Yeah. And she's like one step short of having a big mustache and twirling. (laughs) She's very bad in life. True. But then everyone's like, okay, yep, she's in. Also, I don't know why Cher is so against Alice. She hates her. But then she instantly switches. And goes, like, okay, yeah, you're in. Doesn't make any sense. But I guess that's um, drama.
0: I guess like christina aguilera just wears her down to the point where she's like fine oh my god
1: that's true that actually happened
0: shut up and go away
1: but this leads into maybe my favorite scene in the whole movie because now Allie's part of the group and they're all dancing and presumably this club when do you think they finish at the end of the night
0: like four in the morning I, I was thinking like...
1: like maybe it was like 2 like last call kind of time.
0: Like okay so what what part of the movie you're talking about because I feel like they hang around at the club for a long time too.
1: Right. So maybe the show ends at 2? Sure. I was going to say maybe even the show ends at 10 or 12, but it's late whenever they it's get late. out. Yeah. It's after midnight for sure. And they all are going like let's go get pizza but they don't invite Ellie so she's sad and she sits there after being in full makeup and several wigs at probably three four in the morning and starts putting on makeup
0: yeah and then Cher comes and helps her
1: and says like oh you've never put on makeup before have you and she's like no I never learned my mom died also she's been wearing a lot of makeup this, this entire, entire time. yeah the
0: entire movie she's like fully made
1: up yeah. so then Cher says oh let me teach you and takes her and it's like a mother daughter moment and Cher does her makeup and Christina Aguilera looks at herself and she looks fucking terrible now she She has has like terrible makeup on
0: so much makeup on she
1: has like Cher makeup so it's like really high cheekbones that are just like all blushed out
0: yeah and she's really glittery
1: and she looks and says wow I'm beautiful (laughs) (laughs) and she looks the worst she's looked in the entire movie yes yeah
0: she has way too much makeup on it's like she looks tired because she's been dancing all night.
1: Why are you putting on makeup at four in the morning? No,
0: I, this is the point of the night where you throw your hair in a bun and like put your hoodie on and go home.
1: But this does have my very favorite line in the entire movie, too. Which is... And Cher says, when you're putting on makeup, it's like you're painting, but instead of a canvas, you're painting your face.
0: <laughs> Pro- <laughs> but that's not... lific It's, not,
1: it's like that. That's, that's what that's it not, is. That's
0: literally what you're doing, Cher. <laughs>
1: Oh, the writing oh, in this man. is so good.
0: You always put on more makeup after you finish a show, right?
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah,
0: yeah. I definitely <laughs> feel like putting makeup on after dancing for three hours.
1: <laughs> well, she was just trying to learn because she's never worn makeup before.
0: Okay, but like makeup. Except
1: for every other ever second of this movie.
0: Makeup isn't a secret. It's not like. she Her mom died. Okay, but she's like lives in the world. Her
1: mom is dead
0: dead she lives in the world she's she can't seen put, put makeup on she's seen people's faces before
1: she's never even tried before <laughs> why <laughs> except for in every scene where she's wearing lots and lots of makeup <laughs>
0: It's not a secret. They don't keep the, like, makeup rules.
1: She has professionally done makeup in every other yes, scene. Yes, yeah, so yes. Every she's... scene except this one about makeup. So
0: we're supposed to believe that she's just going to the mall every morning to get her makeup done at the makeup
1: counter? I imagine her in small t- town Iowa going to get her makeup done at the JCPenney Maybe or whatever. Maybe the Avon
0: lady comes yeah. over and does her every makeup day. Every That's every why morning. she's broke. No, but, but then you would learn
1: you no, know, she gets it done every day. That's why she's so broke.
0: No, but you learn how to do it by watching someone else. Her <laughs> mother
1: is dead.
0: <laughs> okay, okay, okay.
1: Sorry. She needs a maternal figure that could only be Cher. She needs the warm, <laughs> waxy touch of Cher's corpse. <laughs>
0: okay okay I'll, I'll drop it i'm done <laughs>
1: her mother is dead samantha
0: i know i'm sorry i didn't realize that meant that you just stopped learning things
1: it does it clearly does
0: then she shouldn't have learned to dance
1: no that she can just figure out and same with singing she could she just does that naturally
0: my favorite line in the movie is when Cher's like, do you think she sings like that because she had it easy? Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. You can tell she's been through stuff because she starts all of her songs with going,
0: <laughs> The and face she... you make when you do that looks painful.
1: She, It sounds painful. It does. What she it does. does. She
0: also, like, when she really goes for it, she, like, crumples herself into a ball a little bit.
1: I think you have to.
0: Oh, Yikes.
1: I think I feel about Christina Aguilera singing as you often do when I listen to certain types of like heavy metal, Mm -hmm. because you're like, I get that you can do that on a guitar just because you can, doesn't mean you should. True. Because I'm like, no, but it's so impressive. It's so intricate. I was like, yeah, but that doesn't make it sound good. Yeah. That's how I feel about her singing. I was like, oh, that's impressive. I see that range. Yeah. That's impressive. Yeah. Why though? It's like you're doing scales. Like I don't, I don't care. It's true. It doesn't sound good yeah. to me. But that's that's kind of her thing. She just likes to really shock everyone.
0: Belt it out.
1: Because then you're like, oh, she can sing.
0: I just sing the song. Why didn't
1: you tell me you could sing? I told you constantly. You don't listen to anyone. Yeah.
0: <laughs> what if we sing the songs?
1: Well, let's get into that. I think that happens next. The big sabotage scene.
0: So, uh, the big. Scene where Christina saves the day the sabotage scene what happens?
1: So Veronica Mars gets sent home because she had a drink although there are scenes in this movie where a server comes in and gives all the dancers their drinks. Yes. They all are drinking throughout the day.
0: And in like the first scene backstage in the club Nikki's like bring me a martini with three olives
1: It's a lot of olives.
0: It is a lot of olives
1: But anyway, she has a drink when she's not supposed to, but everyone else already has one. Whatever. So she gets sent home and we're going to put Christina Aguilera in your place. That'll show you. But Veronica Mars doesn't want to do that.
0: So she runs to the sound booth, pulls out some random chords, which happens to like shut off some of the lights and also like unplugs the music and the mics.
1: Because they're all lip syncing. Not mics, because the mics don't do anything. Right. They're not attached to anything. They're just for show. All the lip syncing is done with microphones. Yes. Which is odd, but whatever. And
0: none of the singing is done with microphones.
1: That's what I was going to say for (laughs) later, but...
0: Okay, so then Christina starts to sing. She's wearing this weird bondage leather outfit.
1: Oh, she's a leather daddy. She has like the cop hat and stuff.
0: Oh, okay. Was it... No, no, go on, go on. I want to hear what that question was going to be because (laughs) it sounds
1: like it's going to be fun.
0: I feel like I'm learning so much because you told me leather daddy and then also you explained to me what an otter was. Oh, yeah, you didn't know
1: about (laughs) bears and twinks and otters. I knew what a bear was. Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, that's for a different podcast. (laughs) True, true.
0: (laughs) Um, Let's remember my parents listened to this.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's just a thing that exists in the world. There's nothing wrong with that.
0: Okay, so Christina saves the day by singing in her leather daddy outfit. Also,
1: your parents listen to. I feel like there's other things I should have censored way more <laughs> than the existence of like subtypes in gay culture. Very true. Uh, well, too late now. Hi, mom. <laughs> Hi, moms.
0: So she starts to belt out this song. They've never practiced it.
1: How does she do that? Can you give us an example? She goes, that was pretty good. Yeah, you had to start like a like a dog growl. Yeah,
0: it's like, and uh, then she like breaks out into this song, and suddenly the backup dancer or like the other girls who are on stage with her become her backup dancers and can also backup singers, sing. yeah. And then the band just starts playing.
1: Yeah, there was a band on stage this entire time. But they just listen to the music. There's a club with like a 12-piece band on stage, yeah. but the band does not play. Exactly. They're just there to... Do they mime it?
0: I think they might play in between songs. True, that's like when they do. Yeah. Like when drinks are just happening and people are yeah. talking and stuff. Like when there's not a performance going on, I think they might play like jazz or something.
1: You know a good time for a band to play their musical performance during musical performances.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And somehow the band just knows all of the numbers. Yeah. Like they just, this 12-piece band knows how to play every song. Despite
1: the songs changing daily.
0: Exactly. Every song that they play a CD for, they know how to play it. So then like, why aren't they?
1: Yeah, why aren't they playing everything? Exactly. But that's the whole thing about this entire movie and the entire premise of this club Makes no sense. Yeah. Because after Cher hears Christina Aguilera sing, she's like, all right, we're building the entire show around her. It's going to be a singing show now. You have a group of singers already, and you have a band on stage.
0: Yeah. No wonder this club is going out of
1: business. Exactly. She's so bad at her job. She's
0: paying multi-talented dancers and singers just to do one thing. She's paying a band to sit there and play for like four minutes at a time.
1: Yeah. And then she has to hire a DJ as well because they're playing everything off of CDs. Exactly, CDs that are just labeled vocals. So it sounds like they're actually playing two CDs, one with the instruments and one with the vocal track. Yeah. You have a band there. You yeah. have singers. Ah, uh, what do we know? She just sits up there in her terrifying office that looks like some sort of opium (laughs) den
0: it looks so flammable that's all I could think of was like if she dropped like a cigarette or something
1: oh Cher can't be anywhere near an open flame (laughs) she would burst into flames or she'd melt yeah the reason she doesn't have the big stage lighting of everyone else like you'd think that it's oh she's aged and she doesn't want to like be that exposed it's because she will melt
0: she can't be around that much heat. No. Stage lights are very hot. That's what I'm saying. Yeah.
1: She just sits up there in her chair lair, just all dark and being like a dragon.
0: Also, you can't put any more makeup on her.
1: Like, I think she just always... is makeup.
0: <laughs> she's always wearing stage makeup. So like, you know how you wear a little bit more makeup or like slightly darker makeup for when you're on stage? I do know. She's already... In that makeup. She's nowhere to go. No, you can't put darker, more makeup, or else you're going to change her ethnicity. (laughs) (laughs) Which is what?
1: Shares? Yeah. I don't know, she's like a Madame Tussaud wax doll, I think?
0: Oh, so her ethnicity is Madame Tussaud. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So her office is like cushioned walls with like drapey black lace and lots of
1: red lace as well. Lots
0: of red lace. Um like and by s-
1: office you mean share lair.
0: Share lair. Yeah. yeah. Um I like that we've coined it now. Um and she's got like pillows and couches and little bits of glitter everywhere and like the only like source of light seems to be the door.
1: It's like if in 1940s Germany, like in Cabaret, they were doing a theme party about a Turkish opium den. Yeah. It's like a blend of those two yes. worlds. Yes.
0: I've been to clubs like that, and it's not...
1: You've been to a lot of Turkish opium dens. Huh. Interesting. No,
0: I have not been to a lot of Turkish opium <laughs> Your dens. Your mom
1: was listening about how you went to Turkish opium <laughs> I dens. I didn't.
0: Mom, I didn't.
1: Although I said made reference to Chasing the Dragon today. And you're like, what does that mean? So (laughs) I don't think you've been to many opium dens. No, You don't know? He never danced with Sweet Lady H. I don't know what that means. (laughs) (laughs) I think I just watch a lot of movies. People probably think like, oh, Indy's worldly. I'm not. (laughs) I just watch a lot of movies.
0: I, uh, yeah, I don't. I, I often ask you and be like, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about.
1: But then you'll hear something on a movie and you ask me what it means. And I was like, I can't say those words. I know what it means, but I'm not telling you. <laughs> you Google it. And then you I make you Google it. And then you read it and you go, Indy. <laughs> like I had done the thing.
0: <laughs> yeah, because you made me Google it. Now my phone's all like Well, I didn't want dirty. to tell you what it meant. I only browse in incognito mode now. (laughs)
1: That's probably for the best. (laughs)
0: Because I'm worried that someone's going to see all my search history.
1: So then they've remade their club. Now it's a Christina Aguilera pop music show. Yes. They have dropped all pretense of anything being remotely cabaret-like. I don't know a lot of Christina Aguilera, but I feel like this is just her style of music after this.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Like heavy backup dancer-
1: I just know that one... What is it? Put me in your genie bottle. I'm a genie for you. Is that how it goes? No. I'm pretty sure that's it. No. Nailed it. (laughs) So then in the world of the movie... She's not lip syncing. She's singing for the first time that they're doing like yes. live performances. But of course, this is a movie that we're watching. So and it's not being recorded live, the audio that is. So she is lip syncing yeah. to her own vocal track. Yeah. And in the live music parts, so the live singing parts, the lip syncing seems worse than it was in the lip sync parts. Exactly. So it's very confusing for us as an audience because yeah. we're like, wait, is she still lip syncing? But we know she is, in fact, a very talented singer. Why would she be lip syncing? But it's just she's doing a bad job of lip syncing to her own stuff,
0: yeah. Also, it doesn't really sound like her when she sings that first song, um, but I'm a good girl, right? It doesn't sound like her, no, because like, I've I guess heard this... quite a bit of her music because I grew up in the like Chris, I was a teenager in Christine Aguilera time. You were
1: a Chris teenager, yes, an ex
0: teenager, no, Chris teenager. And so, like, I know what her voice sounds like. This doesn't sound like her. Also, she's doing a really bad job of lip syncing, which made me kind of angry.
1: Well, I think that was the first one. So she's still trying to have some sort of semblance of what this cabaret club was, right. like being old timey. But then they dropped that because it starts getting into her original stuff.
0: Yes. Yeah. So I, I was very bothered by how bad the lip syncing was in the second half of the movie.
1: And then... Exactly parallel to that is her hair. Because yes. they make a point of saying like, oh, for this number, you can wear a wig. She's
0: been wearing a She's wig been the wearing time. like twenty wigs. She has spent all of her money ever on wigs because she has bangs, no bangs, wispy bangs, super thick bangs.
1: That's you know what? That's it. That's why this club's doing so poorly, even though they're sold out all the their time. Their wig budget. Their wig budget, their costumes, they have 10 new numbers every day yeah i don't know when they were they don't rehearse though no no rehearsals they're just all super talented that they can write stuff that morning and then have a show that evening for
0: a show like that you'd have to be rehearsing like five hours every day
1: oh this is like three weeks of rehearsal for each one at minimum I'd yeah say. and I'd everyone probably more because of all the live band all the costuming yeah. and There's everyone 30 can people on in. stage at a time
0: yeah and everyone can sub in for everybody everyone else can do
1: everything yeah
0: it's like, oh, uh, go in for Nikki. And like suddenly this girl knows, like, the whole number.
1: Yeah. They must have a cast of, like, 60 people. They must. Because there's usually 20-plus on stage at one time. Yes. And they can't be doing all of them. You can't,
0: because did... like, usually for, like, dance shows, it'll be like the like main group goes on and then the secondary group goes on while the main group changes for the next number and then they switch and then the secondary group changes and then they go on while the other group so it's it's not like all 10 girls are doing all 10 numbers throughout the night
1: plus their backstage only fits maybe seven people i don't know where all these other people are getting ready
0: yeah and then there's like that circus moment with um what's his name the one that's all about like oral sex
1: Oh, the Alan Cumming Yes. One. Okay, so if <laughs> I, I wasn't sad already, Alan Cumming, who is incredibly talented, just an amazing actor, and I think must have won a, a Tony for his revival of oh, Cabaret sure. in the late 90s. And that's how I discovered Cabaret. And how I really got into musical theater was because of Alan Cumming. He's that good. I'd seen him on, I think he was on like Letterman when I was... 12 because i loved letterman when i was 12 and still holds up but anyways i saw him and i was like this is amazing and i started listening to cabaret and i got to Mm -hmm. see it and it was because of how good he was and then they put him in this i assume as like a little tip of the hat of like hey remember him he was in cabaret cabaret was good but this was uh was real bad so first they have him being the ticket taker yes and then he also is doing a performance And it's just him kind of dancing around with these two women. And there's this part. Do you want to describe it or shall I?
0: You describe it. Because
1: when I describe something that I didn't do, you always go, (laughs) Indy! Like, I have done it. (laughs) No. So he's, like, dancing around. And at this one point, he just puts his face in this woman's crotch, smells her, and goes, Hello! (laughs) Just hands it up, like, right into the camera. Hello! And then the audience they love it there's we have a shot of this guy doing a spit take they're like "Ah, yeah because women smell that's (laughs) the joke that's the kind of quality we're working with here yeah to have someone like that talented and then just be like yeah but it's kind of what they're doing though they're shitting all over cabaret and everything that it was about so that makes sense that they would do this
0: that's so sad
1: So at this point in the movie, the rich guy who's at the club every day and is trying to buy it and orders the same thing every day, a bottle of your most expensive, your best champagne. Just say the name. You know what it is. Yeah,
0: like you've had it 97 times. I'm assuming you've seen the bottle at one point. You probably know what it's called.
1: But she's hanging out with him and at one point... He says, oh, I just had to stop off at this party real quick. And again, it must be four in the morning because it's after she's done at the club. Mm -hmm. And it's the bit of like everyone says, oh, hey, thanks for inviting us. And she goes, wait, this is your party, which I've seen in like six other terrible movies. I just have to stop by. I'm so rich. I have parties where I don't even show up to. That's how you can tell I'm big time.
0: He must have staff to like let everyone in and start partying. Because, like, how do you... Like, when we have a party, back when we could have parties...
1: We had parties? Yeah, we did. Oh, you mean that time, like, five people came over? Yeah. Four years ago?
0: <laughs> um, But, yeah, you kind of have to be there.
1: Not me. I'm going to just... Talk to people like, "Oh, I just swing by this thing real quick," and then you'll be like, "Andy, where the hell were you?"
0: I have been slaving, getting all the food and stuff together. Where have you been?
1: No big deal. I'm just, I'm just heading out.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Is that how you're gonna approach our wedding? Yep. You're like, I just have to like swing by this event.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Is your with some
1: lady in a wig? (laughs)
0: Yeah, and they'll be like, Indy, we were supposed to get married half an hour
1: ago. i <laughs> will be there when I'm there, you know. Hey, I'm a rich guy. Although he's not even that smug about it. No, no. he just seems... Kind of seems like a decent guy. He
0: just, like, does his job. Yeah. he's He has to buy land in order to develop it, which is his job title, developer.
1: And so because she has gone out to parties with him a couple of times after working all late even though everyone goes out mm-hmm. she just goes to a different place the premise that the movie posits is that she is out of control now yes that's this movie like a bunch of it seems like it was written by someone very young not like
0: yeah
1: i'm a new screenwriter i'm only 25 but like a 13 year old yeah because of the sense of danger of this movie in Comparable movies you have, like in Chicago, there's a murder. In Cabaret, well, in Cabaret, there's like Nazis. So there's like (laughs) real actual danger. In this one, it's a world where everyone is really worried about her because she's gone out after work a few times. So she's never been late to work. She's not missing anything, but she goes out and gets a ride home and then, like, swings by a party on her way home. Yeah. Even though they're all getting out on, like, at, like, 3 a.m. on a Wednesday. Yeah, so when you Wednesday. work
0: until 3 a.m. and you go do something after work, it's not unrealistic that you might get home at 5 in the morning. Yeah,
1: but they all go out.
0: Yes. So it's like, why are you worried about this one person? It's because they don't like Marcus. Yeah. It's, it, that's the only reason. Yeah. But you're right. It does seem super young.
1: But it's the central problem of the movie at this point. It's yeah. like, we're all so worried about you. How dare you do this? It makes... It's just fabricated conflict. Yeah. But it also applies to Veronica Mars because she just has like one more drinks than the others... And it's like, oh, she's a full blown addict now. Yeah, she's walking It's like she around. has a heroin addiction. Yeah, she's it's walking like around just like a dancing whiskey. with sweet lady H. It's like and she's she... chasing the dragon every night or something. I
0: don't know what these mean. <laughs> it's
1: like she's just banging rails up her nose all night long. That's
0: cocaine. I know. That. Oh, you got that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So it's like everyone's more worried about. Allie than Nikki and Nikki is literally having like four drinks a night and is still doing her job.
1: Yeah. She, we don't even see Allie drink. No. Does she have a drink ever?
0: I don't think so. She may have like she, one I think here she has like a champagne or something at right. the party. Right. Maybe.
1: And then the other th- big conflict is the one dancer is pregnant and she's like, I don't know what to do. And she's in tears. Uh, how's it end up? Turns out that the guy that impregnated her wants to marry her and is super rich and she lives a great life. Yeah. So yeah, n- n- there's nothing threatening about this movie. Everything's just fine.
0: And she gets to go back to dancing after she has the baby. So she's like winning in all fields.
1: Yeah. All of these dancers are super rich. Mm-hmm. They must be getting paid a lot too. Maybe that's why the club's not doing well.
0: Maybe they're like overpaying their dancers. Everyone's
1: getting paid like 60 grand a year. Yeah.
0: I, I know that like sex education in the States is bad, but, like, do you not know about pregnancy at all? Am I just, like, overeducated in that field? Because what you she, mean? Because she, like, seems to think that, like, morning sickness only happens in the morning. And, like, she's, like, so confused by being pregnant and, like, has never had a, like, constructive conversation about, like, what happens if you have sex in your relationship with the man that she, like, eventually marries
1: I think she's just an idiot. Yeah. But then again, we've watched a few reality shows, and each time there's people who have no form of birth control and then are shocked when someone's pregnant.
0: Yes, you're right. I
1: think people are just dumb.
0: Calling you out, 90 Day Fiancé. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I just think that like maybe we're lucky we live in Canada, because I know quite a bit about having babies.
1: You yes, say you're a real pro <laughs> on it, huh? No. I don't think that's a Canadian-American thing. I think that's a dummy thing.
0: I Okay, yeah. I also, like, have a background in early learning, so I think that right. one of the classes I took was, like, prenatal and postnatal care. So Cher gets mad at Allie about seeing Marcus.
1: Right. And she says, you need to watch out for people using you.
0: Oh, and Christina Aguilera knows how to do her makeup now. Right, right. Um, And then... Allie storms off and Cher goes downstairs and the sound guy's been like waiting for her to rehearse this track for hours.
1: That's one of my favorite bits. (laughs) So it must be like 5 a.m. now because everybody's gone after and that DJ is just sitting up there like, oh, I have that song for tomorrow. So they've never rehearsed it once. They're going to perform it tomorrow. She
0: just got her track music for it today. Yeah. And he's like been waiting around for her to
1: rehearse it. And I feel like this was contractually in there because Cher was like, well, if she gets like this many songs, I need some solos. And she had the solo at the beginning and has just been kind of sitting around in the Cher lair since. (coughs) So she's like, I need a song. I want to be up there. Don't put me on stage with any of the dancers because my lower half doesn't move anymore. I don't want to be near them. Um, I want to say, like, yeah, put the spotlight on me. Because mm-hmm. they make a point of saying spotlight. Mm-hmm. Spotlight is a uh, a dim glow from a cell a phone. A dim blue light. Yeah. yeah.
0: She's like a Barbie from the waist down. Yeah. She's just got, like, hard little legs that don't really bend at the knee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she sings this song. Which is quite bad. It's very dramatic because it's all blue lit.
1: And why would they be sh- doing, like, super sad songs yeah. at this cabaret, yeah. burlesque? House.
0: And we never actually see her do it in front of an audience. No. Um. So Cher leaves after rehearsing her song once.
1: And who did she meet in the parking lot?
0: Kristen Bell. Drunk Nikki. Yeah.
1: And we get this insight because Veronica Mars says, you and I built this club together, but now you're forgetting about me. I didn't know that. No. But then I'm kind of on Veronica Mars' side. Yeah. That she's been the lead performer and she built this like she was the the originator along with Cher, and now yeah. she's being like thrown to the side because someone can sing. Yeah, that's sad. Then also, Anna can sing. Yeah, she's pretty great. She's a Disney princess. Yeah. Like let's
0: let's remember that she uh, she has like a movie deal with Disney where she sings every single movie.
1: But then Cher's response to this is just like, "So what? You're a drunk." So the takeaway is, like, yeah, we've been friends for a long time. We started a business together. But now you drink? Fuck you.
0: Yeah. Also, Cher is, like, constantly drunk on tequila.
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: Cher has a drink in, like, almost every scene in the club.
1: Everyone there. They bring a tray of drinks to all the girls.
0: Also, like, I've worked in bars and restaurants. And it's like, yeah. You, you just... you. It's part of the culture. <laughs> it's part of the culture. And... It just happens. And as long as you can still do your job and you're not like slurring your words, you're fine. You
1: sound like a little bit of an uh, enabler. (laughs) Part of the culture.
0: It is part of the culture.
1: Sounds like something the Nazis would say.
0: Don't call me a Nazi.
1: (laughs) Sounds like something the Klan would say. Don't
0: call me part of the KKK.
1: (laughs) Sounds like something an alcoholic cabaret dancer would say. (laughs)
0: um i'm gonna ignore the first part and just say that you called me a dancer
1: (laughs) (laughs) i'm not calling you that we're talking about what's no and i think
0: okay so nikki's drunk she quits and then says i slept with your husband the day after your honeymoon and share tire irons the window of her convertible
1: yeah also, I think that was like a BMW Z3, but that's an expensive car. That
0: is an expensive car. Also, in LA, in this like seedy part of town, they just leave their convertibles open, like their their tops down. Well,
1: this is the Sunset Strip, baby.
0: Okay, baby. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but because uh, the joke being that they say they're on the Sunset Strip, you can look at it. It's not new, no. The Sunset it strip.
0: looks like off strip in Vegas, where it's like kind of seedy and like there's yeah. lots of homeless people around. Georgia, pregnant Georgia gets married to this rich guy Mm -hmm. and they have a super great time. It's the first time we kind of see them all not working and just kind of like interacting. And then the roommates, Allie and Jack, Jack, I was going to say bartender guy, uh, go home. And because
1: he got a call and he broke up with his girlfriend. Fiance, over yes. the phone.
0: Yes, so he's like, I'm single, I have this hot blonde roommate who owns like a thousand wigs and I'm gonna get with her tonight.
1: Yeah, and it's just kind of like a, oh, I'm broken up now, so now this is happening. Yeah. It's never like, oh, is she interested in me? It's like, I'm able to now, let's go.
0: He's like, okay, cool. And he's like, girl, right there, she's mine. Yeah. So, But
1: you had to tell everyone how this comes about yes. the magic pajamas
0: <laughs> magic pajamas yeah so they get home christina Aguilera gets into her like little bed thing that she sleeps in it's just kind of a couch
1: oh yeah they keep going back and forth about who sleeps in the bed
0: yeah so she, right now she's on the couch and uh she's still wearing her skin tight strapless dress and her wig And she gets fully into bed and um, the roommate's like, okay, good night. And then he goes into the room, the bedroom, and puts on this like two-piece pajama set that you'd get from your grandma for Christmas. With feet. With feet. And uh, then comes out in this and she laughs and he's like, my mom gave this for me.
1: I think he's coming out to try to catch her naked. I think so. It seems like that was the, the bit.
0: And she's still in bed fully dressed in her dress and he comes out She's he... not
1: taking her clothes off because like this guy keeps trying yeah. out trying to catch her.
0: So he locks the door and he comes back in into the bedroom and he closes the door. And so then when he opens the door again, like thirty seconds later, Christina Aguilar hasn't had a chance to like even move because it's been and by so quick.
1: Thirty seconds, you mean about a second and a half.
0: Yes. And he's got he's taken off the pajama shirt. And is just wearing the pajama pants. And then comes out and he's like, oh, I need I need some water. So he goes and gets some water. She's laughing. And he goes back in to the bedroom and closes the door and then opens it right away. And he's naked. And he comes out and gets some cookies.
1: And then he puts the box of cookies in front of his penis. And it's like, hey, want a cookie? And she's like, oh, you're so charming. <laughs> I don't know if that laugh was like, ha, ha, you're charming or ha, 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 I might be raped and murdered. Yeah, know. that
0: that was the laugh that I was doing. <laughs> because anybody who like exposes themselves to you before you like consent to it, that's uh, that's illegal.
1: You shouldn't be doing that. Also, they haven't so much as kissed no, by this point. No. And then he just comes out like showing his penis. Yeah. Because that's romance. That's
0: romance. That's how you get the girl.
1: Well, in fact, in this movie, yes, it is. Because then he goes back in and after all those joke ones, now they're serious music. And now he's put on maybe jeans?
0: It kind of looks like it's dark. Different pants. It's different pants. It looked like jeans to me.
1: He's put on pants, but a different set. And now comes out and then just starts making out with her. Yeah. And there's no actual sex scene because this movie is still, like, targeted at young people in a really strange way.
0: Apparently.
1: Because I think this must be just, like, a PG-13 movie so they can't get away with much. But they're trying to make the situations, like, adult because they're talking about real estate and air rights, which (coughs) kids don't want to hear. But then they refuse to put anything, like, more dangerous than someone having one drink too many.
0: (laughs) So dangerous. So dangerous.
1: And then after this, she just sings straight up ballads for a while. I don't know why that's in here, but she does have her actual hair, it looked like in that scene.
0: Yeah, there's one scene where she has her actual hair, and I wonder if her hair was suffering from being under wigs for like six weeks.
1: Maybe it's part of her contract. Like, I want one natural hair scene.
0: Yeah. It's not a great hairstyle either. No.
1: But then what they have in place of sex scenes later on is the sequence where she's putting on like thigh high stockings. And he's sitting on the bed wearing like a sailor hat with a camera and taking pictures. And she's just putting her stocking on and off. That's what you have instead of a sex scene. And I don't think I need to comment on that. That's just something that happened in this movie.
0: So sexy. Whew. Sailor hats and stockings.
1: And then the whole problem of you're going out too often and I'm your roommate. I deserve to know where you are. Mm -hmm. I guess that was their problem. But now he showed his penis and she was into it. So then that problem is fixed. Yes. The problem that wasn't a problem is now... Like, when you think, when I say it that way, that's all actually what happens yes. in this movie. But that sounds super regressive, that yes. this woman who's doing what she wants and is not doing anything bad, not hurting anyone. And she's
0: trying to, she's working really hard to make a life she wants. Yeah. She left where she lived, She where she knew people. And she's like, Working so hard, like, around the clock to be able to, like, dance and sing like she wanted to.
1: And it's not... And she's vilified for that. And it's not until she gets into a more standard and committed relationship with a man who the mother figure approves of that she's truly happy. Mm -hmm. Although he doesn't treat her better than that other guy.
0: No, because... In
1: fact, he's much more presumptuous and, like, aggressive with her than the other guy was, than the rich guy was.
0: yeah. And then his fiance shows up.
1: Oh yeah, and says, You don't break up with me over the phone, who is this whore?
0: I feel like you don't break up a engagement over the phone. Right. I feel like you should probably like you probably have some things to talk out. But then when
1: he kind of reasonably says to Allie, like, give me some time to explain it to her. I just need to talk to her about this. Mm-hmm. She takes that as, like, we're broken up now. Yeah. But that's a very reasonable ask. Like, oh, hey, I had a long relationship with this woman. I need to, like, set things straight mm-hmm. before we can move on. Yeah. Which is reasonable. Yeah.
0: And, like, the crazy acts and stuff. Like, that that happens sometimes. And you don't, like, storm out and be like, you jerk.
1: And then I never understand what time it is no. in this. because
0: There's no sense of time.
1: Allie then goes to Tucci's place and he has some dude over and it's morning there and then they have breakfast and then Tucci says to the guy, I want to stay for dinner. So like, wait, is it dinner? Is it breakfast? Yeah. I don't know what's going on. Okay,
0: I feel like it's a like brunch time from Stanley Tucci still sleeping when she storms into the house.
1: I feel like we could break down that whole scene, but let's keep going. Let's keep
0: going because this is a very long episode.
1: There's this throwaway line that Cher says, which is like maybe my second favorite part (laughs) of it. Do you know what I'm going to say? Yeah, I do. (laughs) So she comes in like, oh, we're going out of business tonight at midnight or something like that. I talked to the vice president of loans. (laughs) I love that he's called the vice president of loans. And he denied me. And she says, he was just sitting there playing with his wooden block. And, dude, she's like, Wiz well, wooden block. You know that wooden block that those guys had, the wooden block on their table? And he's like, the nameplate on his desk? Yeah, that. Why was that in this movie? What a strange, strange thing. Yeah, like... That seems like it's ad-libbed by Cher because she they, they actually filmed the scene. And she doesn't know what a nameplate's called. Yeah. Because, like, if you look at Cher talking, she doesn't understand the world.
0: Say pen. Say... That wooden block on his yeah. desk. Say, like, philofax. Say something that's like. Sorry, what? Filofax.
1: Philofax. Yeah. You expect everyone to know filof- Filofax. <laughs> yes. I don't think everyone knows what a Filofax is. Do you is. know what a Filofax is? Is it like a Rolodex? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Philofax you know, is more like a date book.
1: Yeah, and people don't know what that is. Oh, okay. I'm going to tell you right <laughs> now. <laughs> Maybe that'll be like the poll that comes out on Instagram. <laughs> Do you know what a filofax is? <laughs> but anyways, it's just such a weird inclusion to have all this time about Cher not knowing what a nameplate is. Hmm. Weird. Yeah. But then um Extina and Veronica Mars, they're fighting. But then Veronica looks in the mirror and then sees her behind her and is like, okay. And that's it. Their yeah. problem is solved now.
0: Yeah, that's how girl relationships work.
1: They, she wanted to kill her this whole time, but then she just looks at her in a mirror and like, ah, all right. I can no tell resolution. you that's not
0: how girl resolu- like girl resolution happens.
1: That's not how humanity happens. No,
0: the girls will hold a grudge forever if it suits them.
1: I want to take uh, cl- clips of all the misogynist things you say versus what I say. <laughs> no, I think no, you no, come no. out much worse.
0: I just, like, I have been a girl. I am, I'm a, gr- I am a girl. When? No. Oh, <laughs>
1: wait a minute.
0: Always. <laughs> and, yeah, when you're really mad at somebody, you just hold a grudge forever.
1: Damn. I didn't think that was a chromosome-based thing, grudge holding.
0: Do guys do that?
1: I, I don't know. I don't do that. <laughs> okay. I cannot speak for all guys. I feel like probably lots of people do.
0: If we're thinking that someone in junior high wrote this, I think that's like, that's right. where they're getting it from. It seems like. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like high school girls will hate you
1: forever. So then, uh, what's his name? The bartender said, like, hey, I wrote this song. Let's do it tonight. And so nobody has ever heard it. Yeah. But by that night, he writes it in the morning, that evening, The band knows it. Mm -hmm. They've built a giant set piece with like pyrotechnics and electronic giant letters. So the final number is
0: the one that he wrote. Yeah. He's a piano player, but he wrote this song. Yeah. Okay.
1: He writes this piece for a full, like, 12-piece orchestra. Three stages. All the choreography. Three stages. One which seems to just move throughout the thing. So maybe they have moving stages as oh, well.
0: Yeah. yeah, they've really upgraded This the club. would
1: have required, like, weeks and weeks of practice.
0: And, like, a million dollars in, like, renovations yeah. for this club.
1: But they just get it out that night. And that's how uh, the movie ends. Yeah. And everyone's happy, I guess.
0: Oh, we didn't talk about air rights. Oh, God. <laughs> So how do they save the club? Indy? I
1: guess let's go through this real quick because okay. it doesn't matter. And it's done. They go to the this developer who has condos across the street and says, hey, do you have the air rights to this land? And he's like, no, why would I? Uh, some guy's going to build a 40-story building where our club is, and it will block your view. You're real rich. You're also, you're James Brolin. James Brolin. in this. <laughs> um, you're real rich and James Brolin, so just give us a bunch of money. You can have the air rights So no one can build on this land and you will maintain your view. So then he just gives them all the money for literally air and problem is solved. The solution of this movie literally comes out of thin air.
0: Yeah. Um, I think a better ending to this would have been the confrontation between Marcus and Cher when she says like, I sold the air rights. You can't build in the air. Sure. The end. And then Marcus being like, what?
1: Was that Christine Aguilera?
0: No, that was him being like, what's happening? And uh, then gotcha. Christine Aguilera would be like starting the number on stage and being really sassy. And maybe she does like a little like air gun and wink.
1: But I thought they were friends. They got along quite well.
0: She's mad because he's going to build stuff on land. He's going
1: to keep doing his job. Yeah,
0: he's going to buy land and build stuff on it.
1: Well, and that uh, kind of brings us to the end of this movie. The end like there's so many things to like just keep talking about mm-hmm. this is probably one of our longest episodes <laughs> yeah. but i think it's a lot of fun like this this business that's always full has a group of very wealthy yeah. regulars
0: everyone's constantly drinking
1: seven days a week they're sold out the audience knows each performer because when certain people come out they're like hey you don't do this routine oh there she is so they've seen it there's new acts every day they're on the front page of the newspaper la times they sell out everywhere every night but they're not anywhere close to saving their business and according to the pregnancy they've had like over a year to get this money together yeah um, Cher is, like, the owner, choreographer, and also glues all the costumes yeah. together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, glued into your They have your 60 dancers, yeah. but only two people making all of the costumes and doing all the behind-the-scenes stuff. Yeah, that's impossible. Tucci deserves more money, whatever oh, he he's getting
0: paid. he is sewing probably 40 costumes a night, I'm gonna say. Yeah. They have, like, new numbers every day, and he has to be sewing, like, a full cast set of costumes every single night.
1: Yeah, it was quite, quite the movie. So
0: in order to not make money in this business, they must be overpaying their dancers and charging like $2 a drink.
1: I think it's just all the money's going into those sets. Yeah. They have new sets every night. They have new costumes every night. That's what it is. Also, Veronica Mars is getting paid a lot because she's driving a BMW.
0: Right. Maybe she... No, because she was also dating Marcus.
1: Do you think that's his BMW?
0: I think he bought it for her.
1: Because yeah, he was that buying
0: Christine Aguilera like Louboutins and like, those are like $800, $900 shoes. Sorry, what? Louboutin? With a B? Yeah, Louboutin.
1: Louboutin?
0: Yeah, Louboutin.
1: Uh, how do you spell that? I
0: can't, I can't. <laughs> like, they spell it's it. It's
1: not Louis Vuitton?
0: Oh, no, no, no. Louis Vuitton is something different. Louboutin, Christian Louboutin.
1: Oh! Is the
0: red soled shoes.
1: Every time you say that, I always thought you were saying Louis Vuitton.
0: No, 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 no. Louis Vuitton is the brown bags yeah. with the like...
1: Yeah.
0: The pluses and... Louis Vuitton. Yeah. Louis Vuitton is the red sole shoes that are like super high and like $1,100 each.
1: I thought that was the same thing.
0: No, no, no. no. Two different two different luxury this brands. This is a
1: world I do not know. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Um, back to this movie oh
0: yeah right this what is a we... fun episode i kind of like, <laughs> yeah, like it this i want to do more of
1: these <laughs> i guess i should be like serious a little bit about why it's bad okay. and like screenwriting wise what is the journey of these people so you have a burlesque club that starts with singing but then they're like we don't sing here but then they end up singing yeah that's not a journey
0: no That's just like a change of protocol. What is like
1: Aguilera's journey? Like you have small town to big city, which is... That's a journey. But then... But that's done
0: in the first 10 minutes of the movie. I
1: love singing, but I want to be a dancer. But now I'm a singer. I don't really get what it was there. And then the bartender's like, I want to write songs, but I've never tried to write a song. And then I try to write it and then it's pretty good and people like it. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty lackluster?
0: Yeah, they're lackluster journeys. Nobody really like thinks big. And everyone kind of just gets what they want anyway. Yeah. Without them having to like work for it.
1: I wish the solution wasn't the air rights thing. I wish it was like, now we're gonna change from this lip sync club to like a real full on cabaret. I keep saying cabaret because it's not Burlesque, it is in fact cabaret, but mm-hmm. we're going to change to like a real club where it's going to be live music and real singing. That's a journey, and then they do so well in that, and they should have been struggling at the beginning. Yeah. they were sold out all the time in the beginning. Yes, so it's it's just really bad screenwriting. But all that being said, it's a lot of fun.
0: It is a lot of fun. It's it terrible. Was, it was. It made the like. 15 year old like dancer in me very happy because it was like it was splashy and it was fun and there was dancing and there was routines and it was glittery and i don't know how i didn't see this when it came out
1: i think because it wasn't very good
0: i think i was too old at that point too like i graduated in 2006 so i was already like in my 20s and i wasn't dancing anymore at that point
1: and 20 year olds wouldn't want to see this no because beneath them
0: We understand what air rights are.
1: Yeah. (laughs) That's why you would want to see it. Did you hear about that new air rights movie coming out? Oh, yeah. It's going to be good.
0: Oh, it's going to be amazing.
1: There was a few things you asked me after watching that we actually spoke a little bit about it. And I kept saying, save it for the podcast. But I know I don't remember what those things are. No, me neither. But we were both talking about how this is a movie with a lot of like gorgeous women wearing very little.
0: Oh, yes how this is the least sexy movie think ever made i nothing
1: sexy about no. it and i don't i don't know what it is
0: like christina aguilera like her whole thing later in her career was how sexy she was and like she
1: was a, a genie in the bottle you gotta rub her the right way yes exactly that's that's right right yeah this yeah, is the lyrics? yeah. <laughs> i think that's the only song. Kristen right now.
0: bell very good looking woman Julianne Huff, who plays Georgia. She is like a professional dancer who is like extremely beautiful.
1: And And Cher, who has the bones of many beautiful women grafted inside of her face now.
0: <laughs> but never at any point was I was was I ever like, oh, this is like a sexy moment.
1: No, me neither. No. And the outfits, like when you look at them, they are objectively sexy. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Nothing. This movie wasn't sexy.
0: No, this was probably the least sexy movie I have seen.
1: Whoa. Wait, wait, <laughs> remember this... when we watched The Lighthouse?
0: Oh, right. That was uh, very unsexy. No, this, Mac was, and Me? this was the least sexy movie that had a very sexy premise.
1: Sure, sure. Like,
0: yeah. I felt nothing.
1: When you're comparing it to something like Chicago.
0: Yeah. Chicago was sexy yeah and you you get that feeling And from almost Chicago's
1: it. like less overt almost yeah but it's it's
0: but there. it's two very beautiful actresses doing sexy dances and it's like yeah this is this is sexy I can see like the sex appeal in this this movie had zero sex appeal I I'd,
1: ag- I'd agree with and that and it had a
0: cast of incredibly beautiful women somehow mm-hmm. I don't get it
1: well, you did have uh, Alan Cummings smell like a woman's crotch, so, <laughs> so at least he got that. Oh,
0: sexy. <laughs> okay, well, we watched Burlesque, and we were very uh, unfulfilled by it. So we want to hear what you thought. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at I-L-T-Y-S and the number two. You can find us on Facebook at I Love This You Should Dash podcast And you can find us on our email at I Love This You Should and the number two at gmail.com. Let us know what you thought. Was this the sexiest movie you've ever seen? Was it the most confusing movie you've ever seen? Do you worry about Christina Aguilera and how much pain she's in when she sings? Tell us.
1: So then overall, though, what do you think? Should people watch it? Assuming they haven't already. Is this worth watching?
0: I think you should watch it. Um, But you should go in knowing that this is not a serious movie and you're probably going to have a lot of thoughts after. So maybe watch it with a friend so that you can talk about it later.
1: I think that's the only redeeming thing about it is that we got to do this. Yes. If I just had to watch this and then that was it, I would be pretty upset that I wasted two hours of <laughs> yeah. my life. But for all of the silliness that you get to talk about and just having someone there with you to be like, wait, what? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> exactly. It, it's worth it. I think it's a fun movie to watch. So I would recommend it is it good no god no no, no it's no. terrible no, but it's no. a lot of fun yeah i hope we do more movies like this we'll see because with like leap year it's there's nothing fun about it mm-hmm. that was bad and joyless this is bad and a lot of fun yeah okay i'm glad we came to that consensus well, join us again next week where we will each have a spoiler-free review with our thing of the week. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to tell you what movie we're going to be watching for the week after that.
0: I'm excited. I think I know what it is.
1: Maybe I'll surprise you.
0: Oh, okay. We'll see you next week.
1: Bye, everyone.